The problems in your mouth wreak havoc on your body. Hello, friends. Welcome into Grin with Gin, where you will be given simple tools and resources to amplify your oral health so you can be a healthier, peaceful, and more smiley you. I'm Virginia Lee, dental hygienist, personal trainer, and mom of five. Together, we will improve your total health. So come along. Let's create health and peace together. Like Mother Teresa said, peace begins with a smile. Hello, and welcome in to episode six of Grin with Gin. Why don't eggs tell each other joke? Because they crack each other up. Okay, let's get started. Today's episode, we are going to talk about how to choose the correct office for you. Finding a dentist that fits who you are is going to be paramount to your experience and the treatment that you receive. We want you to have a good experience. You want to have a good experience. So let's dive in. First and foremost, you need to get referrals. Find the people that you like because you mesh with their personality and you like who they are. They probably are going to be a good judge of character. So that's a good place to start. Ask them, who is your dentist? How long have you been going there? What are your experiences when you're in the office? You're kind of interviewing this friend and asking them, do you have dental fear? Have you had a bad experience? And kind of filling them out and how did they get to choose their dentist? And don't ask just one person. Ask a few people. See if there's a few people that go to the same dentist. There's going to be a large portion of your efforts then focused on that person that you get recommended. After that, go to the website of that dentist. Look at the reviews on Google, on Yelp. Those are now word of mouth, basically. And get a feel for what other people that you don't know are saying because the reviews will run the gamut. You guys already know these things. It's very important to see what the collective whole is saying about that human that you're potentially going to go see. So what we want to do is think about the person that we're going to see and understand that we need to go through this process if we really want to have a paramount experience. Knowing that you are getting somebody who is going to be performing surgery on you, you should take the time and do your due diligence in finding the person that would best work with you. Do they spend enough time with you? Do they listen to your concerns? Is it a chop shop? Are you in? Are you out? Are you a production? Are you a number? Are you a crown? Is that how you want to be treated? Probably not. You have to understand, I'm choosing a dental surgeon, so I want him or her to be somebody that I mesh with. So after you do the reviews on their website, Google, Yelp, wherever you want to do your reviews, go and look at their credentials. You'll see on their website, their credentials, where they went to school, dive into that. Are you wanting somebody who's got a lot of training in cosmetic dentistry? Are you wanting to have like a Hollywood smile? Are you wanting somebody that's really good at prosthetics, having like a denture or a partial or some sort of removable appliance that goes in to replace your teeth? Look into see if they've got the credentials for what you're ultimately going to be going in for. See how long they've been practicing because that makes a difference in how much experience they've had because we all know that we're all trying our best at the very beginning. Sometimes there are fails at the beginning of a career. And so you don't necessarily want that to be you, right? You don't want to be the learning experience. You want to be the wonderful outcome. Where did they go to school? What's that school's philosophy? Because 
that school's philosophy is going to be ingrained in that person. If they have the patient at their highest area of serving, that's a great thing, right? So if that has something in the motto of treating the patient with excellent care, something of the sort, you want that in their motto. That's going to have been drilled into them while they were in school. And that's something that's just going to be natural after they have graduated from school and have been in practice. You want to evaluate their communication style. It's very important that somebody is listening to what you have to say. You are the one with the concern, issue, problem, pain, whatever. And you want somebody that is going to be observant to that and heed that and take that into consideration during treatment. So dental office don't typically do like a meet and greet unfortunately, where you can go and meet the dentist. You could go stop by the office and see what it's like to see if it's a place where you you feel okay. The waiting room looks all right. Like you meet some of the people that are on the team that will be part of your treatment. If you get a weird feeling, then it, maybe it's not for you. Or maybe you could ask to see the dentist and meet that person to see how you feel about that. They're typically super busy and that's probably not going to happen. Doesn't mean that you can't try. So you can go in for a consult. So you're paying for the appointment to have a cursory exam that would keep costs low if you really are adamant about meeting the person before you have any treatment done. That is really important, especially if you're gonna be like a cash paying patient, you wanna know that your money's gonna be well spent. The other thing is personally, I wouldn't have insurance dictate who I see. If the referral that you got is somebody that's on your insurance, awesome. You can go to an office that may or may not take your insurance. You can bill your insurance. They might help you with that process, but don't let your insurance make you choose an office just because they're on your insurance. It's really important that you get work that's satisfactory or excellent for you and what you desire, because sometimes you get what you pay for or what you don't pay for. So that's really important. And I know that you might think that I'm wacky because you say dental prices are astronomical. I understand, but I just want you to just be open to the idea that you don't have to follow the insurance to get maybe this provider that you would really like. Because if you really go with the person that you like, you might have a really wonderful experience. You might really have really great dental restorations that last you a lifetime. And that's worth the investment, right? So you're not going back in, you're not having pain, you're not getting infection, it's going to be worth it. The last thing that I want to say is to be open and understand that if you have had a dental experience that wasn't pleasurable in the past, know that you are making a change. You're going to go see somebody new. You got the referral from the beginning, right? You have their story of how wonderful this human is and the treatment that they were provided, that they provided you or that person. You're going to have to kind of live in their experience if you've got dental anxiety to get into the dental office, okay? Know that it's going to be okay, that this person isn't going to give you the same experience that you had that maybe kept you away from the dental office for a while. Just know that it's going to be new. And it's not always bad when things are new. And so it could be a really great experience. Let's go over this. Get a referral, preferably from somebody that you know and love, right? It's going to be telling you the honest truth. If that person meshes with a dentist, you probably will mesh with the dentist. Look at their reviews. What are their credentials? 
Are they, do they have a specialty? Is this specialty something that is, it's going to be serving you while you're at that office? Where did they go to school? That makes a difference in the philosophy and the motto and, and how they're trained. Consider their experience and how long they've been in practice. And if you can fill out the office. And then lastly, Go in prepared when you do have your first appointment and have questions for the dentist and the staff and be open and honest and let them know, hey, I had a bad experience. I, you know, I have dental anxiety. I have, I feel like I have a lot of work. I'm in a lot of pain. And the more that you tell the practitioner, the assistant, the hygienist, the dentist, the front office, they will be able to calm that possibly irrational thought that's gotten carried away over time and, or maybe refer you to somebody else. And they also can help put in a plan to help calm you down and ease your mind about what is to happen. So if you do your due diligence and you find all the information necessary with the six things that we went over, you will have a better dental experience. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at thehealthfulhygienist at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below. You can write a review on here, which is helpful for anybody else that's in the same position as you. Just know that I appreciate you and I'm an advocate for you. And I want great, wonderful experiences and healthy outcomes for you and your next dental visit. So until then, God bless you and have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to go check out Highway to Health. It's a new program I have that walks you incrementally through gaining overall health and well-being, which begins in your mouth. Did you know there's not one person in the world who has zero gum tissue inflammation? So come on, check it out. Gain better oral health and breath with me over at EssentiallyYou.com. That's E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A. L-E-E-Y-O-U dot com. Click the program tab. I'd love to have you join me in your highway to health. God bless you today and always. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review.